Keith, okay. right here. And I'm prior enlisted in. in uh, so what did you? What were you? What did you do when you were prior enlisted? Were you still medical or? No, no, no. Um, the uh, short answer is I was infantry. The long answer I wasn't even in the army. Uh, the I was in the navy. Oh wow! I was a gunner's mate. Oh. Um, but I was in a mobile inshore undersea warfare mm -hmm. unit, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they're larger now. There's like 20 of them now, but there was only eight when I was in the, after 9/11. They kind of got more, but uh, I was uh, did that uh, for a number of years. I was there as a small arms instructor for three different units, and uh, uh, but I did go to. Uh, um, all but two weeks of, I went to almost the entire uh, uh, infantryman's AIT, mm -hmm. like your uh, A school, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, the, uh, uh, that's why I say, uh, and I wore BDUs, I wore, you know, um, so the, uh, and I did army stuff, and you know, so I didn't, was on a ship, so. Yeah, I've never, never been on a ship. I've been stationed overseas, that's why it's taken me so long, I couldn't do any of the science classes. While I was overseas, my first stateside command. How you're going to do chemistry? When you're because the lab, I don't know how you're going to do it. It's that was that was one of the reasons why I got out was chemistry. Mm -hmm. um, I left active duty um, and uh, went to reserves mm -hmm. just so I can complete that. So yeah, so I'm here for I have another three and a half years. So I told myself if. It's all about my my schedule. Right now, I work night shift and I go to school. Oh, there you go. There you go. If you so can do that, if, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So right now, I'm finishing up uh, anatomy uh, one right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were in a hospital environment. I was I was in a line unit. Oh. Okay. So it, it we'd go out we to the field and it was yeah, not conducive. So my first as so my first question: What made you pursue physical therapy? Um. I was always. I was always involved in fitness, um, and uh, uh, I knew that the, um, uh, not just, uh, I wanted to understand more about the physiology of it, so, and I wanted to work with people, and I didn't necessarily want to do research. Uh, so getting a like a PhD in exercise phys, that's not really what I wanted. Uh, um, I wanted the knowledge of it, but I wanted to apply it, right. and um, uh, that's what led me uh, to it. And actually, um, kept me involved with the military because the just like with other military uh, uh, healthcare professions, we have a lot more autonomy. It's, it's what led me to it. Awesome. Uh, so did you did you go to school through the military? I'm one of the weirdos that did not go to the Army Baylor program. Okay. Uh, so what school did you go to? I went to Idaho State University. Idaho State. Okay. And what were the requirements to get into that? Do you, uh, if you remember. It was the, similar to, very similar to others. I got accepted to... Uh, um, to a few other schools, and they were all, with the exception, I think, of USC. Mm -hmm. USC re may have required organic chem, mm -hmm. and I and uh, mm -hmm. but uh, um, the uh, actually ended up getting a full ride to Idaho State, and uh, so 
uh, darn near free or spend a lot of money. Or are, so, are you from that? I'm, I, I, uh, I'm from Southern California. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, uh, I spent a lot of time in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. And uh, so when I applied to um, uh, applied to some different schools, mm. and uh, when I got a full ride um, to, uh, to Idaho State, uh, you can't, you know, it's going to take a lot to, to turn down the full right. ride. Sure. So, at the time, was it um, a master's degree program or was it a doctor? It was, it was at the time. It was a master's program, and uh, we grad. Our class was the first one to do the doctoral program, but but we worked. Uh, the school was not credentialed to issue doctorate degrees, so they had to go through a three year trial, uh, where they would. Um, uh, we were the first year of those three years, and. Uh, of those three years that did the mass that 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 graduated with a master's but did the doctoral work, uh, the or at least the academic work, we were given an opportunity to go back and uh, uh, do uh, an additional year mm. and fill in what the requirements that we didn't get because mm. um, there's some changes like pharmacy right. we had to do uh, an extra credit of pharmacy so. Um, uh, we took the, had to take pharmacy again, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, which was not not bad. You, you kind of want to take it again. Right. Uh, the uh, that and uh, we had to do a, another different research project, so a little bit more rigorous because mm -hmm. for the doctorate rather mm -hmm. than the master's, but it was very similar. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, and then I so I graduated uh, with both. Original and masters, mm -hmm. got a state license to practice. Uh, four, four years later, five years later, five years later, I got my doctorate. Nice. So, nice. The transitional doctorate. I remember when I was coming out of high school, it was they were just kind of just phasing away the master's degree yeah. program. Mm -hmm. um, uh, next question. So, what if if what if any were the road bumps trying to get into physical therapy school? Or, while you were in physical therapy school? Um, again, I, this, uh, you have the advantage of doing more online stuff. Uh, the online was just beginning. Uh, and uh, the, uh, uh, the difficulty was, again, the type of units that I was in. I was in line units. I went out in the field. I went overseas. I was on 72-hour recall anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that and go to a brick-and-mortar school. Right. Uh, to try to take chemistry, which the tough thing was, uh, the they want to know, okay, what's your class? And so well, when you look at chemistry and, and what's your, your lab, and they say, okay, it's a three-hour block, mm -hmm. but when you're actually in there, and your experiment doesn't go quite right, you got to repeat it, mm -hmm. and you got to stay extra, and you got to go other times, you got to go to a chemistry lab at night or whatever, and so trying to get those was just about it was impossible. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I would take the class, and then they'd say, "No, you have to. Uh, you can't. You can't continue. Mm -hmm. But we'll pay for it again next year you, or next semester. You take it again next semester." So if they did, after they've done that twice, the school actually said, "Hey, you're taking slots away from who really want it. So, you know, we want to support, but mm -hmm. after two times, we'll give you one more time, and that's all." And so, um, 
I, I made a decision to, to exit out of active duty after 13 years at that point. I can almost um, relate to that. So I'm at seven right now, and I'll be at a little over 10 when I leave here. So like I said, my, with my schedule, if I'm not able to, if they don't keep me on night shift, I won't be able to go to school. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. And I'm actually due to deploy in August mm -hmm. um, for until the following April. So that'll put a hold on it right there. So I'm trying to take as many classes right now. Yeah. Uh, just finish up four. I'm going to take another four in the, in the summer. And then yeah. I'm off for deployment. Yeah. It's, uh, that was the biggest, by far the biggest challenge was to be able to complete the degree mm -hmm. uh, with the military schedule. It's, uh, I'm not trying to be an accountant or something. I, it, it, it's different when you need to take your, your organic chem. Uh, or when I you know, took organic chem or, or uh, just getting those labs was That's why I'm, I'm trying to uh, trying to talk to my chain of command about right now because I don't want to feel like I'm trying to be on night shifts to get away from any work or anything like that but they keep asking me is there any online classes I can do I'm, not, yeah, I'm at the point right now online I'm chemistry. online I'm online out you know, yeah, I've yeah. done everything I can do everything's online, got it so. there's going to be hands on right so I, I, by the time I get back from deployment I'll have about 90 credits and half of those are internships that are, that are going to be left and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, and other than the, the chemistry and the physics, yeah. Yeah. so I'm at that that crossroads right now. Um, what was your what was your favorite part of PT school? It's kind of. Um, Given that I was active duty and used to working uh, so many different hours, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, uh, and I was older. I did, uh, uh, when I did go to physical therapy school, um, my work ethic was I got was able. I had a lot of homework and stuff, but I. I was able to get things done uh, and have plenty of time to do other stuff, mm -hmm. um, a little more so than, than maybe what some of my other classmates uh, uh, were, um, the, a little more focused, mm -hmm. I guess, and so that kind of made it fun. Mm -hmm. um, I realized that it wasn't going to be like that forever, so I took advantage of it. Mm -hmm. I, I got an opportunity to, uh, to do a lot of... Um, focus on myself, um, uh, got into some hobbies that I wanted to get into, but at active duty I couldn't, either because of geographics or, uh, I was on a full ride scholarship with the GI Bill, mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, um, the I was able to live, I didn't have to live on top, top ramen, you know, right. uh, for seven meals a week, you know, right. so uh, that, that helped. Awesome. Um, not so much the school part that was my fun the fun part it was right, uh, right, right. It, you know, just being in the college environment where when I was active duty I couldn't mm -hmm. take a part in all that because mm -hmm. I was working and you know I had two burning candle both ends when I got to PD school I didn't right. I find that very interesting so in, in a class we they made us watch an interview of a physical therapist and she almost said the complete opposite of course she wasn't military but she said that she had no time for anything she was just like always in the book always studying and just spent extra hours so it's interesting coming from I, I did have to do that too but right, that's right. the only thing I had to do 
Right. 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 I so didn't have work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, given I didn't have to work. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would I, used to working. Mm-hmm. You know, showing up at uh, at six fifteen and not getting off till eighteen fifteen, and uh, now all of a sudden. And then I had to, let's say, beyond that, go work out, mm-hmm. you know, and take care of my own stuff. Right. And, and now, uh, and go out in the field and work. Now I just had to go to school. And that was it. That's what really... School and it was great. The Army, that's why the Army Builder Program is just a, a huge standout. So that's, that's your job. The, yeah. And I will tell you, there's a big difference between Idaho State University and Army Builder yeah. Program. I, it took me, you know, a good five years to figure that out. Mm. Um, the quality of graduates coming out of um, uh, coming out of Idaho State University versus uh, Baylor program. Is, Which one is? Oh yeah, it's Baylor's is way up there. <laughs> Idaho State's way down there, you know. But uh, uh, there was a, a little bit of ramping up that took it, it took me uh, many years to probably took me five years to be, uh, well, for one, the focus is different. My, mm-hmm. my school, it fo- their focus was on the rural setting, mm-hmm. which was good because you, rural settings mean you're, you're it. You know, if you see sick, you need to recognize sick. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's within physical therapy or not. Well, what does the Army Baylor program teach? Independent practitioners. Okay, mm-hmm. so there, that helped a little bit, but we didn't, the rigor, it wasn't that rigorous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Compared to uh, the Army Field Program, because uh, the there are many many more hoops to jump through to get into the Army Field Program. Right. Yeah. Because I know they don't accept many. They're in the top five of top five PT schools in the oh, nation. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Depending on what you're looking for, not necessarily pediatrics, but mm-hmm. you know, if musculoskeletal, they're in the top five. That's interesting. I really didn't know that. Um. So day to day, what are your main responsibilities? It it really depends on uh, uh, where you're working. I mean, uh, I have spent very little time in a hospital like this. Um, I spent about six or seven months, um, uh, and then I'm in my second week of this. Uh, so out of out of my entire career, I've only spent less than a year mm-hmm. in. A hospital like this. Oh, wow. uh, the I have my background is in sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a um, uh, there's more to my story. I was a, a strength conditioning coach. Um, ended up being strength conditioning coach uh, and a physical therapist, uh, working both. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like the strength conditioning coach aspect. Uh, the um, uh, that's what I did when there's when I had my master's, but not doctorate mm-hmm. yet. Um, the uh, um, and with my my background enlisted, the, um, the work that I did uh, it lended itself to work with line units, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I just got off a, a year long special operations deployment, and so I've been working in line units, uh, direct access, doing the things our civilian counterparts just don't get the opportunity right. to do. So my day-to-day is very different. This is very similar to, or nearly identical to what a civilian mm-hmm. would do, uh, um, a civilian in the, in the, the federal system would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in, in, in the federal system, it is different than the, the state system because you're, you're, 
depending on the state you're in. Um, uh, like I've been dry needling for 10 years. Mm -hmm. In some states you can't dry needle. In some states you can't manipulate. Uh, um, the, uh, um, in all states you just can't order an MRI. Um, and uh, when you need to. Now here you don't get you don't necessarily need to do that as often because there are a lot more practitioners that uh, you're, you're generally on the end of the cycle rather than the beginning, like you're in a line unit. Mm -hmm. Line you, you can, uh, they're your patient between you and the, the PA. Right. Um, and the PA will trust you on the musculoskeletal stuff. So day-to-day, uh, -day, I mean, I'm showing up at 6.30 and even at five, you know, so it's uh, pretty easy compared to uh, uh, being in a line unit. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it should, there's more to, more brain power here. Uh, you know, having like what I was doing when you were up at waiting, I was at mm -hmm. HR uh, down the, um, on the other side of the hospital, mm -hmm. uh, trying to look at uh, our uh, deployment or our. Uh, these uh, position descriptions okay. for civilians and things, so a little different, very different. So. Um, uh, what issues do you come across, like on a daily basis, that are like, or something that's like stumped you, um, either recently or in the past? Like med if with um, medically, uh, meaning with patient care type stuff. Yeah, patient or? care or um, something that you've just like you've never seen before, or something like that. Oh, oh, um, less so in a hospital like this, but but uh, uh, the uh, I don't know. I we just had last week um, had. Uh, There, there's a term, medical term, called punting, um, and uh, it's where um, you tend to do an exam enough to realize it's not your problem, and then instead of looking at to help the patient, you're looking at um, is it is it going to create me more work? If the answer is no. Uh, then not my issue. What do you do? Drop them. You punt them. Okay. And uh, within musculoskeletal, there's we're the end of the line. To uh, if they're not doing surgery, if they're not, uh, if any other specialty services, uh, we get do we get to see um, uh, people that other people go. I don't know. I don't know how to, they're, they're not us, you know, but they they say they hurt, go to physical therapy, okay? Um, and so we get to, um, and with the, with the military, you know, the, the physical therapists are the musculoskeletal experts. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, we don't have to worry about uh, how to treat eyeballs, ears, or livers. Uh, we have to recognize issues, uh, potentially issues with those, but, uh, uh, we need to be able to do the definitive musculoskeletal exam. 
and uh, come up with uh, a good treatment plan for that. And uh, uh, so you end up seeing some things that other people just don't know what to do with. Mm. And uh, uh, and that's, that's interesting because when people talk about the holistic approach, uh, I think a good example of this is um, uh, saw one today, uh, foot issues. Let's say uh, they overpronate and they, they're f flat feet mm -hmm. and their feet hurt. Okay, this person has has been seen by uh, other practitioners, uh, not physical therapy, mm -hmm. uh, for six years, and they've looked at feet, 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 feet. That's they look at feet. Nothing. They're not looking at the person, right? And uh, yeah, they have a foot issue. Okay, um, it's coming from the hip, and the uh, they're not the, the way they move. Mm -hmm. They 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 internally rotate the hip when they when they go into a full weight bearing, which then internally rotates the leg, which then flattens the foot out. And people have been trying to correct the foot, the foot, and it's a hip issue. And that's why it's been, been no one's ever, they, I, I guarantee you every time they went in, they've, they've had somebody sitting down and they've looked at their feet. Right. And they've never had them look to see how they uh, squat, jump, pivot, move. And when you look at it, you're like, whoa, what's going on with your hip? Oh, you know, it doesn't hurt. Well, yeah, but keep your, keep your foot like, keep your knee like this, keep your hip like this. Mm -hmm. No. Now look at your foot. Oh, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> that's that's crazy. So you so you get a lot of well, I don't want to say a lot, but you get often get patients. Often, yeah. Um, that could have been resolved somewhere else, but if if they looked at if they looked at the we're whole the musculoskeletal experts. I, I and I'm not I'm not uh, I uh, when we are when you're the expert when you're the SME. Uh, for musculoskeletal, you can find things that other people can't. Makes sense. If they've never seen you, they might have never caught other, other stuff. So um, we, we kind of have to step back, and mm -hmm. although the patient's coming in with pain in their foot, you got to look up. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think uh, that was a similar issue about about eight years ago um, uh, had a uh, um, was asked uh, there was a um, uh, retired uh, retired 06 or something and uh, the that was historically important to whoever was was asking me this um, the that they had an ankle sprain and uh, uh, but they keep spraining their ankle and uh, they've tried treating them for their ankle sprain but they keep rolling their ankle and uh, they want to know if they've tried bracing it and they roll their ankle and uh, um, so 
they were really trying to, tr to treat that ankle. Mm -hmm. And so is there anything that we can do, physical therapy? And I was not in a hospital, I was in a line unit, mm -hmm. but I, I, uh, um, I knew the, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll come to you and you know, just to see what, if they really wanted to help this person. They didn't necessarily want to send them to physical therapy. You know, they wanted a physical therapist approach. Mm -hmm. You know, they wanted to help them themselves. And it, it, I was doing their exam and um, it turned out I was looking at how they're moving and how they're walking, how the, and, and I asked them to start doing stuff with their one hand versus the other. And it turned out that sometime in the recent past, uh, they had a mild stroke. Because I was looking at things that things weren't quite right. Mm -hmm. And they got weak on one side. And that side that they got weak, they ended up rolling their ankle. And so they came in, their complaint was, I, I roll my ankle. Mm -hmm. You know, and I get a little wobbly. So, again, ankle. They put blinders on, right. and let's work on the ankle. And they did not look at them as a whole. And, and I, was, I was doing their exam right in front of the other practitioner, and the other practitioner, as I do the exam, was realizing right with me, step, step by step, hmm. that this is not an ankle issue. I mean, yeah, they do have an ankle issue, but this is, yeah. And uh, about three-fourths of the way the exam, the, uh, um, we, we looked at each other, and I was like, I think you can take it from here, and he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, so, uh, even though things aren't musculoskeletal, mm -hmm. we can pick stuff up right. um, because of the mus you know, uh, the other manifestations. You know, I'm not treating that patient, but mm -hmm. we can see that there is, they do have a musculoskeletal issue for another reason. So there's, there's, uh, in the military, we can do that. Civilian mm -hmm. world, no, you can't. You're not the musculoskeletal expert until somebody else lets you, because who pays? You know, right. You can't Makes diagnose. Sense. The military, we can't. So. Wow. So going back to that, so what made you go back and join the military? Um, the well, I, when I got out of 13 years, I went reserve, mm -hmm. and. Uh, the, uh, I was, uh, when I was going back to my doctorate, mm -hmm. I, uh, um, I did my doctorate on uh, U.S. Army 10-miler runners, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I still kept in, in uh, I still knew people, mm -hmm. and uh, so I uh, was able to utilize that and do re my, my doctoral stuff from the civilian program with the Army. With army people, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, utilize that for my drill weekends and things. So the uh, uh, the I was asked, you know, I, was, I had to think about. It. I was getting ready in a couple of years to retire from the reserves, mm -hmm. but I had 13 years in, so I was like, "Has a lot to leave on the plate," you know. And I was young. Right. You know, the uh, I was probably 30 or something like that um, the uh, uh, and uh, they, uh, they said why don't you because you know, at the time we wanted physical therapists that were also strength conditioning coaches to be in my units mm -hmm. and so 
I could easily make that transition because I was in a line unit right. um, when I was enlisted. And uh, so, yeah, I made that transition. Uh, instead of staying in the reserves, I, uh, I was brought back on a direct accession from the reserves. Nice. So. That's one thing I always like. It's always up in the up in the air whether I would want to if I did go to school outside if I wanted to come back in because I know I still have a lot of some time left that I can make up with being in the military. I mean, the job you do in the military is very different than the job you do if you're if you're um. There are more opportunity. Okay, I think given the opportunity, um, we will all promote ourselves to mediocrity. Um, and uh, in the military, there are a lot of opportunities to drive to go up. Civilian world, not so much. Um, especially if you're working for somebody else, because you're not gonna. They're not gonna give you the practice. You're not going to all of a sudden have the total respect of all the orthopedic surgeons in the area. You're not going to get phone calls saying from primary care people saying, hey, um, I'm not really good with a shoulder exam. I'm not sure you know what to do. Can you help me? We don't, you don't get that. In the military, yes, you do. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, and you get to work with some amazing people that you side by side that you don't get to work with. Uh, we're getting ready to just uh, last week um, uh, one, of, one of my projects on we're getting ready to go down and open up the emergency room with physical therapy you know, oh, wow. uh, uh, staff partial uh, okay. during peak times st staff of PT in the emergency room that's awesome okay. there are ones in the civilian world mm -hmm. that do that but that's that's rare right so that's awesome to do some different things and they, they were inviting us they were asking us to yeah. come in Civilian world? No. <laughs> I assume, does it, would it cost uh, hospital money here to bring you guys down there? It's all monopoly money. I don't right. know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we have yet to figure that out. I don't know how that's going to work. Gotcha. So do you, um, do you prefer hospital or would you prefer another, another type of setting? I prefer, uh, working, uh, the higher, once you get in my rank, it becomes a lot administrative. Mm -hmm. And I didn't become a physical therapist to do administration. But if I want to make rank, you got to do this. Right. But, so if you could, so would you say it was a, one of the negative, quote unquote negatives to being in the military as far as, because um, I mean, it happens that even in the listed side, like exactly. as exactly. soon as I pick up the neck E6, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm done being RIT. Yep, yep, that's it. The, it's the same thing. Um, it, it, it's not the, in order to, I, I said this a long time ago, um, years and, you know, 10 years ago, if, if you want to, if you want to make colonel, as soon as you can, quit doing your job and quit doing what they train you to do mm -hmm. and uh, do something different. Go, go. Uh, like related to physical therapy, become a physical therapist, spend two years in a hospital, spend two years in a line unit, and then 
Go to an LFET program, long-term health education, get your master's in business administration, then go to work for the offices of the Surgeon General or the, or the Medical Specialist Corps uh, uh, in some administrative position. Uh, 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 then um, uh, go to work in, the, in a hospital, um, possibly being clinic chief of like clinic chief here mm -hmm. type thing, where you're only getting 30%, 20, you know, 30% patient mm -hmm. care, mm -hmm. you know, and 70% admin. Uh, um, and that's your career progression. Four years of seeing patients and then you're off, you know. Um, so that's a way to make high rank if you, if you are sticking in with different types of, uh, like you go to a small military, like a very small uh, MTF, um, and then you go to a line unit, and then you go to a larger um, uh, MTF or a different type of line unit, you go, you go Ranger or SF, uh, uh, the uh, unit, um, uh, or, you, or you spend four years in a line unit when some other people spend 18 months or two years and out, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it doesn't lead you to making rank very fast, right. so. So would you say you're, what what path are you on right now? Are you, are you? Look at my age, look at my rank. So, so would you, do you have the option of getting out and being able to get back to that hands-on all the time? So? I'm, I know where, where I am the hands-on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you are, I, oh. Okay. I won't spend it less than a year in hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, so um, the, um, I really like seeing a patient. Mm -hmm. I really like, um, it's not the administrative, personally. Mm -hmm. um, it's the, it's, that's the necessary evil. Uh, when you're, when you start getting into 04, mm -hmm. um, yeah, you, you gotta do that. Um, even 03, depending where you are, you're, you're, you're depending on what positions you take. Mm -hmm. But I, I spent a lot of time, different line units, two different brigades, uh, um, uh, um, special operations um, uh, deployments where you know three deployments most people in my position has been on one and I've been on three and so that, that, that doesn't make it look better but um, uh, I found out yesterday Friday, Friday, um, my hat's in the ring, because um, I treat people, mm -hmm. um, my hat's in the ring uh, to maybe uh, be the White House PT. Wow. And so, that's, those are, I've been non-administrative route, I've been treat the patient route. Mm -hmm. So it, there's a small window mm -hmm. that I may be able to work with. Wow. So, um, the, uh, and so those are, that's a position you don't turn down. No right. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. Who's in, who's in, <laughs> no. Of course. So That's amazing. That's awesome. Hopefully. That's awesome. Um, if you had to choose another career path, would you? And what, what would the career path be? You mean if I were younger? And, yes. Okay. Um, 
I, you know, I, I, I really looked at, I did choose another career path. Um, uh, I wanted to be a strength conditioning coach. But I knew that they, that money financially wise, that they're like actors. Okay, uh, how many actors are really making a lot of money? Uh, you're right. looking, you know, not ten percent. You're looking at like the top point one percent make enough. You know, the ninety nine point ninety nine percent are have another job. Right. You know, and uh, the. Um, uh, not everyone can play Tyrion Lannister. You know? <laughs> the uh, so yeah, I want to be a strength conditioning coach, but they just don't make money. Um, yeah, the uh, George Mason. Um, before you graduate, they make you either take your exercise phys cert or a strength and conditioning cert. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they don't pay for it. Yeah. You have to pay for it, but um, that's something that was always big for me. Um, I, I'm a personal trainer right now. I haven't. Who are you certified with? Ace. Ace. Um, I haven't. I haven't really trained anybody. Just don't have time right now. Um, I got it back in December. Um, but getting the strength and conditioning cert was really is really what I really because I love weightlifting. It's like my passion. I love it. Um, but then I've also thought about athletic training. Um, but I also know the the money depending on where you work isn't. It's also not that that great. So. Yeah, it's uh, physical therapy, um, being medical. Our job prospects, I mean, for 20, I mean, forever, ever since I can remember, it's been up. Right. And you're going to have a job. And uh, the, um, unlike strength conditioning or athletic training, uh, um, they're just, the growth isn't. It's there, but mm-hmm. it's it's compared. Would you say that um, physical therapy is um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like it's hard to get into, or like uh, not hard to get into. Would you say it's harder to get into school than it is to find a job for physical therapy? Oh no 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 no! There's all kinds of jobs for physical therapy. Okay. Um, but uh, just like the military. Uh, usually in the military, if you get the opportunity, you can pick where you go or kind of pick what you do. Mm. It's rare that you can pick both. Right. Okay. Civilian world, same thing. Uh, if you look at, uh, like, a um, strength conditioning coach, fun job, a lot, a lot of work, mm. a lot of hours, a lot of hours. Just uh, seasonal, it fluctuates. Mm. I mean, you're there at 5.30 in the morning, you're there at 8 o'clock at night. You know, uh, the uh, um, fun job, but uh, that doesn't, doesn't pay well. We have a similar on uh, the physical therapy side. The lowest paying jobs are typically the sports outpatient jobs because everybody wants those. Mm-hmm. Um, the highest paying ones, other ones that nobody wants the skilled nursing facility, and uh, they're a different skill set too. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know home health or something. There's always jobs. Uh, they're not always in your area you want, mm-hmm. or not always exactly the location. You know. 
So what what specialty location? What specialty or what what do you what's your best or what do you like the most? I like working uh, one on one with the with uh, the athlete, athlete. Uh, that is injured, mm -hmm. um, and and as I get older, I like working with the older athlete for two different reasons: is uh, forty year old people have more money than twenty two year old people, and. Um, if you can get somebody that's on their decline in life and are at the, that are sitting on the fence of, I really like to go do this activity, but I can't because it hurts, um, and therefore I have to stop, and I don't want to stop. What are my options? Now, historically, you stop. Right. But if you let physical therapy come in, which we don't always get that opportunity, we, we can take this person and go, wait a minute, you're hurting because you move like crap. Mm -hmm. let's, let's change, you don't notice it, but over 20 years of doing this thing you really like to do, you no longer move like you did before. Mm -hmm. Let's get you, let's fix this, let's fix this, and ah, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. Um, yeah, you can't do it as much as you want, but look, you can still do it. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and the... Uh, you may not be able to, to get a chance to to, uh, to roll around on the combatives map four days a week, but you can still do it two days a week. You just need a little more recovery because you're older. Right. You know, so. That's nice. That's, uh, athletes is just big for me, but I know, I guess, depending on which route I go, military, a civilian, I might not always have that that um, that option. Mm -hmm. so, you know. um, so I, I try to keep it up in mind. If this is what I really wanted to do, I need to be open to different aspects. That's of the, why the whole for thing. a little while I had two. Mm -hmm. I was working part time at an outpatient orthopedic mm -hmm. place, I was uh, and uh, working as a strength conditioning coach. Be able to balance the two. That's awesome. Um, what advice or any steps would you recommend for me or anyone else that's pursuing PT? For a long time, uh, it, I mean, I maybe well since its inception um, in World War One, it's been changing and growing. Um, healthcare constantly is changing. Um, the uh, I guess the same thing with other other professions uh, is. If you're good at what you do, lead that change. Uh, the in different environments, you may be told you can't do this or can't do that. There may be a reason, a financial reason, a uh, a logistical reason, or a legal reason. Um, for example, uh, states you can't dry needle or manipulate. Don't accept that. Um, be involved in your in your state, uh, in your area. Take ownership of your profession mm -hmm. and make it grow. Um, and, and 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 help guide where it's going. There's been a tremendous amount of people that, you know, forty years ago, our profession. 
uh, their bachelor degree, certificate degrees, and we required a physician to say, hey, I need you to do, do this exercise or this treatment on that patient. And uh, so um, that grew into, wait a minute, we don't, that really treatment's not really gonna work. We should be able to do this other thing that mm -hmm. probably will help them. And then, are you sure you got that diagnosis right? You know, because look at this. So that led to then uh, learning more special tests, uh, learning more about how to treat, uh, going through this gray area, whether or not we can diagnose. Um, you know, 20 years ago was physical therapy diagnosis, you know. Um, it, it's uh, you really had to be a lawyer to really understand the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the um, and still that's that's still a, a, a case, but now it's becoming in almost I don't know how many states thirty eight states where direct access and you know we get some. A lot of those, depending on what the diagnosis is, we can be that definitive diagnosis, mm -hmm. and it really, and uh, uh, especially this musculoskeletal and uh, the uh, military, we can do that. So be that, or take ownership of it. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I, I'd recommend. Uh, um, uh, that's what that's what's fun. You can always do something new. Awesome. Two more questions. Uh, so you already said you had your strength, uh, strength and conditioning certification. Do you, are there any other certifications that you have on top of that? I'm uh, the uh, uh, I'm board certified mm -hmm. uh, in orthopedics, and I used to be board certified in sports. Um, I let that lapse. Um, uh, I let that lapse about about six or six seven years ago, because. Um, I already was at SCS. It was just redundant, and I and uh, um, the uh, I was coming up on my my uh, ten year mark at it, and uh, I was like, man, the. Uh, uh, but that being said, um, I am uh, uh, doing it again. Um, I. Hopefully we'll be sitting for the next cycle um, in about seven or eight months. The uh, application's due in July. So I'm taking all the, my getting necessary um, experience jotted down because I mm -hmm. don't have the experience. Right. I just gotta, um, I'm trying again because when I transition, I'm getting ready to retire here in another two, three years. and. Um, that holds some weight, doesn't hold as much weight in the military. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, um, in the civilian world, it does hold some weight. So it could be board certified in orthopedics, board certified in sports, and as well as my strength conditioning. So what are your what are your plans once you retire? It's complicated because it's just not. I have to look at a lot a lot of other factors. Mm -hmm. Family, my, my my wife's career is kind of taking a back seat, and. Uh, we're geographically separated because of this, because mm -hmm. of the career paths. And so, 
it could be focusing more on my wife's career and um, I don't think you know if um, I don't think I'm going to be necessarily open up my own physical therapy practice. Mm. Um, uh, the because uh, we have some other opportunities. Um, the uh, uh, a lot of it, it kind of depends. It's not all about chasing a dime or a dollar. Right. So this uh, White House will be a nice twilight tour for you. Uh, I'm going to go on to another. Doesn't mean I will retire in two or three years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the um, uh, I'm putting my hat in the ring for uh, uh, for tenth group and uh, oh, was, uh, um, uh, a uh, SF group. Okay. So to be their physical therapist, nice. which one back to alignment? Guarantee you, I'm never going to retire. So last question: um, What? Uh, literature would you recommend uh, reading like pre physical therapy just to kind of get um, you kind of get the gist yeah no no matter what um, I think that the, the, the gaining the foundation mm -hmm. when you start looking at literature you start looking at more up mm -hmm. on that that pyramid um, but the foundation is know your anatomy uh, know it uh, uh, better than anybody else. The um, uh, for people that for professions that do not enter the skin, like for example, a surgeon. Surgeons going to know their perspective anatomy right. better than you. Um, they better. Um, but with the exception of them, you need to know that anatomy. For example, if you start to dry needle, that's one of the reasons that in, in most states that don't allow dry needling, which is almost just but a handful, uh, only a handful allow it, maybe, I don't know, 15 allow it, um, the ones you can't, it's because they're realize, there are people that say you don't know the anatomy enough, and it's going to be dangerous. Well, it doesn't prove. I mean, we've been sticking people in needles for 10 years in the military, and we have good research on mm -hmm. them, so... Just doesn't hold water. But I think we're better than civilian physical therapists mm -hmm. as a whole. You take military physical therapist versus any old civilian physical therapist, that nah, wouldn't be better. You know, in terms of the ability to diagnose, the ability to know what's under the skin. And, uh, but I would say get that be be excellent as best you can at the at the, at the anatomy. And uh, um, take uh, when you get to your take opportunities like human dissection. Mm -hmm. um, there are some anatomical variations. Go instead of knowing what's in the book and what the insertion, what the origin, what the innervation is. It just we just I just took the two muscle practicals and the the all on all that and the skeletal muscle yeah, practicals. You get excellent at that. Mm -hmm. That's what you really because it will, will come into play when you are doing a special test, when you're looking at something, how somebody moves, how the injury occurred, it, that's where you want to focus your foundation at right now. Mm -hmm. And then later on, then you can build upon that strong foundation. 
Perfect. That's awesome.